Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Doom and Bloom podcast, where we take the inevitable challenges that life always hands us and we learn how to participate with them and interface with those challenges in a way that truly supports us to grow and to thrive and to ultimately bloom. So my name is Casey Kingry. I'm a life coach and a yoga teacher, and I'm so excited to talk to you today about this concept of gratitude versus appreciation. So it's not like we're battling one versus the other, but we're going to have a nuanced conversation about the idea of gratitude and how we might be able to interface with it in a way that truly serves us. So um, what I'm going to tell you in this podcast is why I believe gratitude is important and why we need it as we move through life. I'm also going to talk about my experience and my clients' experiences of why it can be difficult to access gratitude and why sometimes when people encourage you towards gratitude, it can actually have the opposite effect. Um, And then we're going to talk about how a practice of gratitude and appreciation and an understanding of what these concepts are really all about can help us to change the patterns that we find ourselves in, and they can really help us to break up those patterns and and steer us more towards what we do want. All right. So uh, thank you for being with me here today. And if you already know that this is inspiring to you and that conversations about this type of work um, are really calling to you, um, I'm an expert when it comes to taking the inner work and bridging the gap between your inner work and your outer world, right? Making sure that the work you're doing on the inside is showing up in your outer reality, right? And if that appeals to you, I'd love to send you over to my website. It's just um, lifecoachingbylotus.com. And you can go ahead and book a free call with me right now. And we can go ahead and get this process started for you. I'm so excited. Okay, so let's talk about gratitude for a moment. Um, Let's first start uh, about talking about why people would point us in the direction of gratitude even to begin with. So to do this, I'm going to give you a little overview of my coaching spiel. And please know that within this little talk, there's literally like 10 rabbit trails that could be their own podcast. So I'm going to just give you the overview and we can double back around or you can reach out to me if you have any questions about any of these other concepts. So the tool that I use predominantly in my coaching practice is called the model. That's literally the name. It's a thought model, and it was developed by um, Brooke Castillo, who is the founder of the Life Coach School. Um, and Brooke is is you know th- this this categorization exists in a lot of different. Um, modalities and planes. And if you're a fan of Joe Dispenza, if you know his work, he really speaks to the science and the practice of what I'm about to describe to you, specifically in his books, um, the uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and Becoming Supernatural. So if this jazzes you, I would point you towards those resources. Um, but basically what the model tells us is that we we humans think a thought in response to all of the circumstances that we're faced with in life. And we think the thought about the circumstance so quickly and so automatically that we actually don't know that we have agency over that process, right? And so what happens is the brain does this so quickly that you don't think you have a say in how it goes. Um, The thing about the brain and the body is that if you do something 
frequently enough, um, your brain and your body will economize on your behalf. So the rule basically is that the more you do something, the easier your brain and your body will make it for you to keep doing that thing. So basically humans think about 60,000 thoughts per day, get this. Um, And then 80% of those thoughts are negative and 95% of those thoughts are repetitive, okay? So we basically get caught in these loops where our subconscious mind, every time we wake up in the morning, it just picks up wherever you left off the night before and you just start that same process of thinking the same types of thoughts, mostly negative, over and over every day until we die. Basically, I'm say that tongue in cheek, but basically that's that's kind of what happens, right? And so the reason that this is important is that the thoughts that you think all day, every day, generate a chemical response inside of your body in the form of a feeling, right? So you think a thought and it actually sends a hormone out into your system. So if you're thinking negative, scarce, fearful thoughts, that's gonna flood your system with stress hormones, right? Conversely, if you're thinking hopeful, benevolent thoughts of love and connection and possibility, that in turn will flood your system with with feel-good endorphins, um, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, all of those things as opposed to epinephrine and cortisol that you would feel on the stress side of things, the, the, um, the negative side of things. So it's really important, the thoughts that we think all day, every day, because they determine the feelings that we feel. And then that's important because if you think it and you feel it long enough, then that internal feeling, that familiar feeling becomes your internal state. It becomes the way it feels to be you. Right. And from that feeling of what it feels like to be you, you go out into the world and you take action. You create things, you connect with people, you spend money, you do all sorts of things. And so those actions are all laced with the quality of your emotional state. And all of that will show up in the results that you create and the reality that that forms inside of you and outside of you. Right. And so if most of us are thinking negative and most of us are thinking negative more than we're thinking positive, then that leads me to believe that most of us are walking around inside of an internal state that doesn't actually promote what we want. It doesn't actually promote what we're trying to feel, and it's not actually promoting what we want to create in our lives. So it makes sense to me that people in the self-help industry, people in the transformation industry, people in the healing um, methodologies would point us towards gratitude as a way to interrupt this cycle, to bring us back to thankfulness, to train our minds and our hearts on what we already have instead of what we long for, right? To put ourselves in a quote unquote attitude of gratitude. So then our bodies, our internal states are softened and we can go out into the world more calibrated to what we want to create in the future, right? That makes perfect sense to me. I'm all in on this, okay? So um, this is why it's important that, that we have this conversation about gratitude because it can be used as a tool and a practice to break up the negative cycle that most of us have created for ourselves. Okay, so um, before we go any farther, let's go ahead and let me just define gratitude. So in the dictionary, you pull it up, it says it's the quality of being thankful 
and the readiness to show appreciation for and return kindness. All right. So the quality of being thankful. When I looked up the definition of appreciation, appreciation is the recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. And so, um, you know, at first glance, I thought those were the same thing, especially like when it uses the word appreciation to define gratitude and the definition of gratitude. I'm like, oh, gratitude and appreciation are interchangeable. But I actually don't think they are. So let's let's hone in on gratitude. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful and the readiness to show appreciation for those qualities and return the kindness. All right. So gratitude takes us straight into being thankful and to returning what we have to feel grateful for. So I don't know about you. And this is a moment of honesty and transparency and vulnerability. But sometimes when I am in a state of suffering or if I am feeling really identified with a problem that I'm having in my life um, or if I'm in a lot of emotional pain and someone tells me to be grateful, it makes me want to flip them off. (laughs) Right. And I have a number of clients like this, too, that whenever I talk about gratitude, it's literally like nails on the chalkboard for these clients. Right. And they really get really turned off. And there's a lot of discussion in the coaching field about in the yoga space also about using gratitude as a method of spiritual bypassing. Right. So oftentimes when people are in a triggered or activated state where they find themselves in fear or they find themselves in fight or flight or they find themselves in pain, which, as I just described, are perfect opportunities to come back to gratitude to reroute all of that. But there's a step that's missing for me anyways, is is that when you try to intercept a pain loop with gratitude, the problem is, is that when when someone is in pain, their nervous system needs to be tended to and softened so that it can receive the idea of gratitude. It's sort of like telling someone who doesn't have any food or water to be grateful, right? It's that same feeling in your nervous system that when you're in pain or you're triggered or you're in fight or flight to try to be grateful, it feels very dismissive of the obvious reality that is in the moment. So I just listened to this beautiful workshop by Kate Northrup. She's very wise. She has this book called Doing Less that I would really recommend. But she was talking about manifestation and vibration. And she was talking about the way the cells integrate any sort of new information, whether it's an actual biological process of like a cell uptaking new nutrients into the cell or whether it's like an energetic process of of holding a different energetic quality in your cells and she said that we've been conditioned to believe that receptors are like a lock and a key that if I want something new I've got a key for it I've just got to find the lock or the key that fits into this lock you you know what I mean and so we're walking around with like looking for the perfect answer, right? So we're searching for all these people to give us the answer to that which we seek. But she says that that's not, that's actually, the science doesn't support that, that it's not a specific key and lock. It's actually um, what can change your cells or get into your cells has to be a vibrational match. So 
So the speed and the frequency have to be a match in order for you to take something new into your cells, for you to take something new into your beingness. So I bring that up to you because if your current state is triggered or activated or in pain or fear, gratitude won't fit. It can't fit because your current internal state, the quality of your nervous system is way too far away from the vibration of appreciation and gratitude and returning that kindness that it literally doesn't fit. So what I have found is that when you try to put gratitude over someone who is in pain or trauma or triggered, it actually has the opposite effect because it makes people feel shame and disappointment that they're not available for something that's so good that's supposed to help them so much. Do you identify with this? Does this resonate with you? Um, How has this shown up for you in your life? Um, Yeah. So oftentimes, even though gratitude is probably what we, it it might serve us, it's actually not what we need in the moment because our nervous systems and our state of being is too far away from the vibration of gratitude to even consider it. Okay, so it becomes discouraging when it doesn't work and that discouragement can take people even deeper into the negative sensation that they were already experiencing to begin with. All right. So for me, it comes to a multi-pronged process, okay? Um, That it's not enough just to slap gratitude on the top of whatever it is that you're feeling, but rather we have to let the emotion that we're feeling, we have to honor the state of our nervous system as it is, before we can consider changing it. So this becomes a practice of learning how to validate yourself and learning how to be in the truth of your emotions without going into story, without letting it lead you forward, but allowing yourself to process your disappointment, allowing yourself to process whatever activated you or triggered your nervous system, allowing yourself to create more safety by validating your experience instead of trying to change it. Okay, so that's really like the first step is learning to tend to your own inflamed nervous system so you can bring yourself back to what I'll call in this moment neutral, right? And it's that neutral ground that then we can work with. All right. So I guess if you if we get nothing else from this podcast, that the the number one benchmark would be that you have to get at least to neutral in order to be able to let gratitude in. And if you're triggered or inflamed or activated or in pain or in the problem or whatever that is, and it's all consuming, you probably won't, gratitude probably isn't a good option for you in that moment. And that's okay. The way to be able to be available for gratitude is not by beating yourself up for it, for not being there and not for forcing it or not trying to just get there in your mind, right? You, it's, it's actually like creating space to say, you know what? I'm not grateful right now. <laughs> I don't have gratitude right now. I actually have all these other things that are in the way of gratitude. And I actually just need to sit with those things and see what those things have to tell me. And then once that feels better, then I can move myself and point myself in the, the, the direction towards gratitude. 
okay? So really honoring what, what brought you to this place and being able to just allow it and let those emotions course through, pass through your system and subside. A lot of data suggests that it takes 90 seconds for an emotion to pass through your system. And when it doesn't, usually it's because, again, our nervous systems are cumulative. So if you've got all this other unprocessed emotion, then it something hits you, it's probably going to take longer than 90 seconds because it's not just that one emotion that hit you. It's that one emotion sitting on a mountain of all sorts of other unprocessed emotions. But generally speaking, usually the reason that we can't get rid of these emotions is because we let we let them lead us into story. And then we get wrapped up into the story. And so we chew on it like a dog with a bone in our minds. And then since we're chewing on it in our minds, that also means that the emotion, the hormone, the feeling stays alive in our bodies and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger right so I can do a whole other podcast on what it means to neutralize your emotions and to get yourself back to neutral so I'll write that back now write that down right now that that could be a whole other podcast episode so once you can bring yourself to neutral here is where I'd like to kind of talk about the distinction between gratitude and appreciation because these two feel very different in my body. So notice the definition of gratitude, the quality of being thankful and the readiness to show appreciation for and return that kindness. So gratitude wants you to do something with it. Gratitude wants you to be thankful and it wants you to be able to show that you're thankful and give it back. All right. So again, this feels like it just skips a lot of steps. Right. And it takes us to this pretty package where we're like, here, I'm grateful. And my mind is trained on what I do have instead of what I don't have. And I'm ready to give it back out into the world. So gratitude for me sort of implies that it's got to have a bow on it. All right. And again, that's just another like reason that my system doesn't want it. (laughs) Right. Because it's like it's hard enough to get there. And then you want me to like do something with it right off the bat. Okay, so those are the reasons that I feel like gratitude isn't often an energetic match for us just on a daily basis. Right. But appreciation feels different to me in my body. Appreciation feels more. um It feels more rooted. It feels like lower. It feels more grounded to me. And so the definition of appreciation is the recognition and and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. So while gratitude wants us to just go straight to being thankful and showing how grateful we are, appreciation just asks us to build recognition, or I would use the word awareness, about the good qualities of something or someone that's right before us and the enjoyment of those good qualities of someone or something, right? So appreciation to me is the practice or the skill or the act of being aware of the good qualities of my life and literally allowing myself to enjoy those good qualities, And I feel that we're not allowing ourselves the experience of the awareness and the enjoyment. And it's actually the awareness and the enjoyment that will create the gratitude that we seek. 
that the recognition, the awareness, and the enjoyment of the good qualities of our lives are the building blocks that we interface with and practice with, wrap our arms around, chew on, and that by practicing appreciation, we can lead ourselves into thankfulness and returning the kindness, right? So what do you think about that? It's a subtle a subtle nuance, but to me, the porthole of appreciation feels so much more welcoming than the, the loophole of gratitude. Okay, so what else do I have to say about this? We have to build to gratitude through the practice of appreciation. I love that. So we build the recognition and the awareness. We, we build the practice of the enjoyment and f- experiencing pleasure in our lives in order to create gratitude. And the thing is, is that this is all like thankfulness begets reciprocity and reciprocity begets abundance. So really, when you can channel this, when you can really feel this for yourself in your body, in that hormonal quality, in your internal state, it becomes real to you. And when it becomes real to you in your body, not just in your mind, if I should be more thankful, well, there are people starving across the world and you know there are people that have worse problems than I do, so I should just be grateful. Like, that is not it, my friends. That is a shameful process and you can't create goodness and abundance when you shame yourself to get there right and gratitude kind of does that you know gratitude kind of gratitude kind of gratitude kind of points us in the direction of of comparison right of like well is my problem really real because people out there have way worse problems right and again that's this form of spiritual bypassing where it's like you know i won't give myself permission to tend to all these emotions that actually stand between me and gratitude because I feel like I should just be there anyway based on my comparison of myself and others in the world. Here's something that might be helpful for you. Um, I know from my yoga studies that in undeveloped worlds, people's suffering tends to live on the outside. But in developed worlds, people's suffering tends to live on the inside. So I don't know if that just gives you a lens to say that like your suffering is your suffering and it's real because it's you and you matter because you're alive on this planet right now. You're part of history and history could not write itself without you in the same way. You matter. Your problems matter. The way you feel matters. Um, The way you develop your internal state matters because it will then dictate and inform the rest of your life. That was a little soapbox. So, you know, once we get into this, this real true experience of appreciation that can lead us to gratitude, then we find ourselves in an upward spiral. But it comes from this place of truly feeling and understanding it and letting it come alive inside of your body instead of just using your mind to try to manipulate you into gratitude. Okay, I'm kind of saying the same things in different ways. So I'm going to move on to sort of some tools that I can give you. So um, first, gratitude is the answer, but maybe just not right away. First, you have to honor the reality of where you are and validate your own experience then you have to realize that appreciation is a practice and you're learning a new way of being in the world. This isn't something that's like one and done, like you get to appreciation and gratitude and then you can kind of 
wipe your hands and move on with your life. This is something that you come back to again and again and again. It's a lifelong process of training your mind on the things that make you feel good, the things that fill your life up, right? Um, Usually this is a recipe to help you create what you desire, living in gratitude, but at the very bare minimum, trying aiming for gratitude by way of appreciation even if you don't create everything you desire through this practice of gratitude at the very least this will simply mean that it just feels better to be you it feels better to be inside of your body inside of your mind inside of your own inside of your own ecosystem Um, a gratitude practice can help you to have a more generous and peaceful experience of life no matter where you're headed or what you're doing right? So all that to say is even if gratitude doesn't get you what you want, which is kind of like the way our brains tend to do things, it's very transactionally, like, please just know that even aiming towards gratitude, it will just make your life better. I really believe that. So what are some ways for you to actually let this come alive in your life, boots on the ground? So one process that I learned when I was working at my old yoga studio for 10 plus years is that Um, one way to do this for yourself is to develop a gratitude practice either every morning or every night or somewhere in the day. And in that gratitude practice, list three new things in the last 24 hours that you have to be grateful for. And the reason that I like this and I think that it's important is because, again, like I shared with you, is that most of our thoughts are repetitive and they're negative, right? Well, that doesn't really matter right now, but they're repetitive. So all of this to say is like every time some like you do a gratitude practice and it's like, oh, I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my partner. I'm grateful for my house. Like those are all true those are things that i'm grateful for but they're they're not they don't elicit a strong feeling inside of my body a strong chemical reaction so and it sort of like gets you into that rut of like yeah i know i have a lot to be grateful for like i'm healthy and i got my stuff and i got a lot of food and all it's like it's just this kind of blanket of like these go-to answers that that don't require us to participate with this um process as much. So I encourage you to find three new things in the last 24 hours that you can be grateful for. It will require your brain to really look at your life thoughtfully. It will require you to search for places to be grateful and appreciative, and it will help your body to wake up to that new sense of feel-good hormone that can come in when you truly excavate your life for the things that you have to be grateful for. And then the next part is like it sounds really simple but this is the part that's helped this practice really come alive in my life is to really train your mind on the simple pleasures of your life and for me it's like the glow of the holiday lights um the scent of a candle uh when i cuddle with with my partner maybe you cuddle with your pets um chopping my food eating delicious food like my plants that have grown, um, having beautiful flowers, like really appreciating the lotion or the oils as I put them on my skin. You know, these simple, real pleasures in your life that help you to create what I call, or not what I call, but what we refer to as coherence, right? This, this general feeling of 
connectedness and well-being in your body. And the way that coherence works is that if you have little pockets of it, these little places in your life that feel good, and if you focus on them more and more, what happens is they will start to expand and they will start to connect and they will start to grow. And you'll have this more expansive sensation of coherence where you can live where you can live in appreciation and gratitude more fully, which will make gratitude and appreciation more accessible for you, which will mean you'll find more things to be grateful for. And you'll find yourself in this beautiful thing that we call an upward spiral, a positive loop instead of a negative loop or a downward spiral. Okay. So you've lots, lots of layers here. Um, places to intercept your old patterns with gratitude and appreciation so that you can soften your nervous system and create new patterns going forward. So um, I'd love to know your thoughts about this. I'd love to know how gratitude shows up in your life, um, whether your system feels like it's something that it can like really interface with it, or if your system feels like it's something really foreign. Um, yeah, I'd love to know your thoughts. So reach out to me, let me know. And again, this is the work that I do with my clients is to really excavate what this looks like for you and help you unravel patterns that have kept you stuck in the past and reweave those patterns into something that serves you. So like I said, please go to my website, book a free call with me right now, um, and we can start to parse this apart and what it means for you in your life so that you can start living inside of an ecosystem that feels so good to you and that you can use that internal ecosystem, that internal sanctuary to then go out and create the life that you dream of. And actually, we don't stop there. We go out and create the life of our dreams and we use all this internal health and wholeness to participate in our greater world, in our communities, to literally go out and be the change that we wish to see in this beautiful and broken world that we live in. Thank you, my friends. I can't wait to see you next time. Uh, everything that is light and dark inside of me sees, honors, and loves everything that is dark and light inside of you. Thank you, my friends. Until next time.